Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pat O'Brien, Carol Landis, Donald Crisp. The Gulf Screen Guild Theater. Your host, the director of the star's own theater, Roger Pryor. Your neighborhood good Gulf dealer and the Gulf Oil Companies welcome you to the Gulf Screen Guild Theater. You know, frequently here in the Gulf Theater, we try to do some switch casting to present your favorite stars in the sort of roles you don't expect them to play. Well, tonight, we've got a real switch for you. It's Pat O'Brien as a New York gangster, Carol Landis, Hollywood's newest star discovery as his gun mall, and Donald Crisp in the role which he created in the screenplay, Brother Orca. That's tonight's offering from the Gulf Theater. Pat O'Brien, Donald Crisp, and Carol Landis in Brother Orchid. Adapted by Charles Taswell and with music by Oscar Bradley's Gulf Orchestra with Frank Tours conducting. In just a moment, our stars will be on stage and I'll set the scene for tonight's play. Before that, however, I'd like to take you back to two days ago when the postman was handing out envelopes with big red hearts inside them. I imagine most of those envelopes were addressed to the children. But if there had been one in the bunch addressed to the family automobile, care of the Jones family, I'll bet that right in the center of the lace border had motor oil. Because during the cold weather, there isn't any better valentine for your automobile than Gulf Pride. Your friend, the Gulf dealer, knows that. In fact, many Gulf dealers have had their windows trimmed with a big red heart and a good stock of Gulf Pride motor oil. You see, Gulf Pride gives your car the two things it needs most for winter driving. It lets your motor start quickly and easily, even when it's stone cold. Then, after the engine warms up, it lubricates better. Because Gulf's exclusive alclor process has removed up to 20% of the easy oxidizers found in many other premium oils. No wonder Gulf Pride is the best-selling premium oil in Gulf's marketing territory. No wonder it's such a fine oil for your car. Gulf Pride Motor Oil. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat O'Brien, Carol Landis, and Donald Crisp are just entering from stage left, and the audience bursts into applause. Now the house lights fade, all but a single spotlight on our Gulf microphones, and here's the opening theme for the Gulf Screen Guild Theater production of Brother Orchid. Tonight's play, you'll hear Donald Crisp as the Brother Superior at the Monastery of the Little Brothers of the Flowers, Carol Landis as Flo Adams, Pat O'Brien as Big John Sarto, 
and I'll step into the role of a rival gangster, Philadelphia Powell. Class, things I'd like to witness from behind a bulletproof vest. The meeting between Big John Sarto and Philadelphia Powell, which will soon take place. Big John Sarto, former top man of the rackets, was graduated today from Alcatraz after a five-year semester. He's headed this way, and it is rumored he's gunning for Philadelphia Powell, who has securely installed himself as head of all Big John's former rackets. When asked for a statement, Big John spoke as follows. Quote, nuts. Unquote. <laughs> Flash, what man was seen with which woman at what tub, when, and by whom? Okay, Bob. Thanks for lugging the luggage. Here's a dime. Go buy your old lady a farm. Listen, Mr. Sarto, I get two bits for carrying bags off a plane. Two bits ain't that kind of steep. I ain't in business for me help. I gotta pay protection to Philadelphia Powell. Oh, yeah? Hey, uh, mister, Park Avenue, 528. It's two bucks twenty in a meter. Two dollars and twenty cents. You ought to have a gun instead of a taxi. Look, I gotta split this dough three ways, don't I? One third to me, one third to the company, and one third to Philadelphia Power for protection. Uh-oh. This way, sir. Okay, Bob. This is Miss Florence Adams' apartment. 18. Thanks. Here's two bits for your trouble. Sorry, sir, but I can't accept any gratuity less than 50 cents. Four bits? Now, listen, bellhopper. Sorry, sir, but I have to live, and I have to pay dues to the protective association owned by a Mr. Philadelphia Powell. Philadelphia Powell? That's all I've heard since I come into this town. And I'm getting kind of sore. What do you want? I... Johnny! Hello, Flo. Oh, darling, five years you've been gone. Oh, Johnny, I'm... I'm... All right, never mind the hysterics. Come on, let me in. Oh, sure, sure. I'm just so happy I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, gee, you don't know how I've missed you. Yeah, I bet. Wait a minute. Well, well, what's the matter, Big John? What are you looking at the hat back for? Because I want to see a Philadelphia pals moved in here like he's moved in on the rest of the town. Oh, Johnny, you know he ain't my type. Johnny... What? You ain't kissed me yet. Oh, okay. I'll get around to it. First, I got something important to do. Got to slap this Philadelphia pal onto his right side. How do you like that guy? Can't turn my back for five years without his trying to double-cross me. Oh, look, honey. Why not let him have the racket? It ain't often a racketeer can retire in front of the bars. Retire? Me? Yeah, Big John. Oh, I don't want things like they used to be. Every time the phone rang, every time somebody knocked on the door, I, I got the needles thinking something had happened to you. You can live easy from now on if you forget about Philadelphia Powell. He's bad news, Johnny. Honest to you. Well, he ain't gonna be much longer, babe. Besides, I ain't got enough dough to live easy. They took me to the cleaners while I was in a fast deal. Now, look, babe. This is as much for you as it is for me. When I get on top again, we'll do what we always planned. Get married. Have a big wedding. Choice wedding, too. Gee. I ain't been in a church since the day your brother was planted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Come on now. Got to keep our minds on important things. Where does this Philadelphia pal hang out? Oh, he's got a roadhouse over in Jersey. Okay, okay. Slap that proof basket on your head. We're shoving off. <laughs> Where'll I go in the next room and put up my nose, will you? Look at the magazine for a minute. Okay, step on it. Okay. Gee, where'd you see Powell's joint? He's got a new sign with a Tommy gun shooting out letters to spell his name. <laughs> Don't say. Let's see here. Woman's Home Companion... 
matter when I'm myself. Woman's world. True detective. Send in 24 coupons and get a Dick Tracy badge. Yes, sir. You should get a lot of Powell's trophy room, too. He's got the bullet that I got a Bugsby's that late. And the concrete block Spike was wearing at the bottom of the East River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, only 24 coupons. <laughs> Who's that? Hello, Johnny. What a dump for your Powell. Sure, it's me. And don't raise your voice. How'd you get in here? Ain't you never heard of fire escapes? And tell that dame of yours she ought to keep her windows locked. What do you want? You're all alone, Johnny. This is a good chance for us to have a little talk. Take that rod out of my back. I'll listen. It's warm in here. What do you say you and me step outside a few minutes? I'm comfortable here. But I'm not. The wallpaper makes me nervous. My hands are kind of shaking. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll go. I can't wait to see Paul's foot, Johnny. We walk in his place. Don't answer. Come on. Muggsy's got the car waiting in the alley. We're going for a little ride, sweetheart. You and me and Muggsy. But only me and Muggsy's coming back. Say, Johnny, you ain't going to cause any real trouble out of Powell's, are you? Johnny, do you hear me? I said you're not going to cause any... Johnny? Johnny, where are you? Johnny! All right, big John, last stop, get up. Come on, come on. Okay, Paul. Which way do we take them, boss? Straight ahead, to them bushes, Muggsy. Okay, you start walking. Hurry up, walk faster. Well, I can't through these bushes. Go on, go on, quit stalling. Well, look, Paul, let's make a deal. You can have the rackets, I'll get out of town. Sorry, sweetheart, your big mistake was in ever coming back. You're taking a big chance rubbing me out, you'll get the hot seat up. Hey, Paul, look at that. Why, what's that? Uh, hey, hey, hey what the... That was a trick, quick after him. Uh, that nicked him. Come he goes. Come on. Wait. Wait, boss. He went that way. Don't. He went through here. Come on. Well, which, which way now? You see him anywhere? No. No, boss. You know what I think? Well, Muggsy, I think we lost him. <laughs> dead, and I'm in heaven. Rest easy, my son. Hey, you St. Pete? Oh, no. No, I'm merely the Brother Superior. This is the monastery of the little brothers of the flowers. Monastery? What? Then this ain't heaven and I ain't dead? No, you're very much alive, my son. We found you two nights ago outside our gate. Terribly hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Philadelphia Powell and Muggsy took me... How long can I stay here? Until you are well and strong again. You know who I am? No. Did you ever see my picture in the papers? We don't have newspapers here. Oh. Well, look, I ain't got no dough. We don't ask a man who or what he has if he needs help. What we were, rich or poor, big or small, good or bad, doesn't matter here. Say, that's okay. That's all right. 
I think I'm going to like this joint. I hope so. Yes, okay. It's an A1 hideout. Uh, but look, you can't run a racket like this set up without some dough. What's the graft here? What's that? Oh, oh. well, we raise flowers and sell them in the city. Not bad, not bad. Suppose your boys cut up a nice profit, huh? No. You see, what we clear, and lately it's been very little, we give to the poor. Oh, yeah? What a daffy way to run a business. <laughs> Say, uh, how does a guy go about joining up with this outfit? It's fairly easy. First you become a novice, and then after that... Wait a minute, you, you, you become a what? A novice. Uh, well, a beginner. They don't take vows, but they're not permitted to go outside the walls. And a novice must obey my few rules. Any other catches? That's about all. Okay, when can I sign up? You mean you want to join? Certainly. The safest spot I know. Very well. But you'll have to adopt a new name. It's okay. Just call me Butter Lucky. Lucky? Oh, uh, w- well, I'm very much afraid the name Lucky wouldn't be acceptable to the other brothers. Oh, okay. What's in the name? Let me think now. See, uh... Hey, 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 I, I got it. You said this joint had something to do with flowers, didn't you? Yes, but I don't oh, see... Oh, look, it. look, you see? You know what my favorite posy is? Orchids. Orchids! So from now on, that's going to be my new moniker, Brother Superior. Slip me the duke. Introduce me to the mob as Brother Orchid. Gulf Curtain calls on Act One of Brother Orchid. We have our usual brief moment of intermission, and what better way to fill the moment here in the star's own theater than to listen to a word about the movie? All right, bud. Folks, you know how every once in a while some particular movie arouses a lot of enthusiasm. Your friends tell you how good it is, how much they've enjoyed it, and you know the actors or actresses starring in it by reputation. Well, nonetheless, the only sure way to find out how good that movie is is to see it. Well, in much the same way, you probably already know the Gulf Oil Company and the products it puts out by reputation. But it's only when you try those products yourself in your own car that you learn for sure how good they are. So why not drive over to your neighborhood Good Gulf dealers tomorrow and have him fill up your tank with Gulf No-Knox gasoline. Find out for yourself how quickly Gulf No-Knox starts, what smooth economical performance it gives you. And have your neighborhood Gulf dealer fill up your crankcase with that free-flowing Gulf Pride motor oil. See if your engine doesn't turn over easier when it's cold. See if it doesn't end a lot of worry about upkeep. Yes, folks, we ask you to test Gulf's motor products yourself in your own car because we know that you, like thousands of other motorists, will be delighted with them. So stop tomorrow at your neighborhood good Gulf dealers for Gulf No-Knox gasoline and Gulf Pride motor oil. Now the curtain of the Gulf Theater is ready to rise on the second act of Brother Orchid, starring Carol Landis as the girl, Flo Adams, Donald Crisp as the brother superior, and Pat O'Brien as Big John Sarto. Six weeks have passed, and Big John Sarto is now the novice, Brother Orchid, in the monastery of the Little Brothers of the Flowers. Quite content with the peace and security of his hideout, he's made no attempt to communicate with Flo and goes happily about the tasks assigned him by the Brother Superior. As the scene opens, we find them both with Hildegard, the only lady in the place. 
what, Brother Superior? I think this cow loves me. I do believe you're right, Brother Orchid. No one has ever been able to get as much milk from Hildegard as you. Well, it's just a sight and touch I got, that's all. Oh, it must be more than that, Brother Orchid. You've been with us only six weeks, yet no matter what you attempt, you do it so much better than we who have been here for years. Well, you boys don't want to get discouraged. I always was just a little better than the other guy. The only reason I ain't conceited is because I found it out when I was young. <laughs> yes, but I'm still puzzled. Why, I milked Hildegard myself for years, and do what I might, she yielded only 12 quarts a day. Yet from the very first time you milked her, she's given 16. Well, pal, I'll tell you. I just put a little more into my wake and I get a little more out. <laughs> well, you must be rewarded for your diligence. Brother Orchid, do you know what I'm going to do? No, what? Beginning tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm going to give you... Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. I'm going to give you a zinnia bed to cultivate all by yourself. Zinnia bed? Yes, a zinnia bed for your very own. That's good, huh? <laughs> Why, yes, yes. Why, zinnias earn most of our money in the flower markets at this time of year. You will have a grave responsibility. No kidding? This is the highest award ever given to a novice. Boy, am I a happy guy. <laughs> now, I must go and tell the other brothers. You have set a record, Brother Orchid. 492 quarts of milk from Hildegard in a month. Goodness only knows what you can do when you get among the zinnias. <laughs> you have a divine touch, Brother Orchid. A divine touch. See, did you hear that, Hildegard? Mm. Yeah, they graduated me. See, they're a swell bunch of guys. i got to be on a level with them. You know what, Hildegard? You know what? From now on, I'm only going to spike your milk bucket with two quarts of water instead of three. <laughs> oh, the flowers in the dell. The flowers in the dell. I owe the Mary, oh, the zinnias, what the owners. <laughs> oh, huh? Oh, uh, uh, good morning, Brother Superior. Were you about to use violent language, my son? No, no, I was just singing. These naughty, naughty bugs are nibbling on my zinnias. <laughs> you must pray and pray, Brother Orchid. <laughs> pray and pray, uh, yeah, sure. Look, Brother Superior, how about getting these zinnias to market? They're all ripe. Yes, I know. But we're having some trouble in the city, my son. What kind of trouble? Well, they refused to buy our flowers this morning. I really don't know what we're going to do, Brother Orchid. What do you mean those mugs ain't going to buy my zinnias? Why, these here flowers is brought up like babies. I dug up the ground, raked it, planted it, pulled the weeds. Even come out here at night sometimes, thinking maybe they wanted a drink. I know. I know, Brother Orchid. You've been like a father to them. But I'm afraid all your work has been in vain. I'm sorry. Very, very sorry. Well, if this ain't a nuts. Guy gets himself a better zinnias than nobody wants him. I bet I couldn't mind to pull him up and feed him to Hillegard. Hey, you with the hose. Go on, feed it, lady. I got trouble. I've lost the book. Where's Miss 13? Feed it, I said. Don't bother me. I got... Flo. What? Flo. Flo, don't you know me? It's Big John. Don't give me that. I... Jerry! 
And now you foods ain't going to let them sell their flowers no more unless they cut them in for a percentage. Now, wait a minute, Big John. Don't be mad at me. Why, I wouldn't have let the boys put the bite on them little brothers of yours if I'd have known what it was all about. No, you wouldn't, huh? You're breaking my heart. Why, I wouldn't double-cross you. You know that. I'll call the gang off. You won't have no more trouble. I promise you. Now, let's say no more about it. You, you know, Big John, you're, you're looking great. This vacation's done you a lot of good. Yes, sir, you're looking swell. Well, I've been raising zenius, sir. Zenith? Best looking zenius you ever saw. Milking a cow named Hillicott. Fourteen quarts a day she gives. And the door for that goes into the friendly shelter, too. The friendly shelter? Yeah, I heard of that place. That's real charity, Big John. Big John? Yeah. Hey, Big John. Yeah, Flo. I've been going through his books out there. Boys, this guy took the town for a real cleaning. Hey, what right do you got to go through my books? That ain't ethical. No, he's right, Flo. You ain't got no right to go through his private papers. Well, but yeah, but you know what? He owns everything from the lost dog racket to a charity bite called the Friendly Shelter. Well, so what? I ain't... The what? The Friendly Shelter. Now, you double-faced, triple across and yellow... Now, Big John, I can explain. The Friendly Shelter. You're not only been robbing the little brothers, but you've been robbing Hildegard. Now, get away from me, Big John. Hildegard's standing out there in the barn day after day, and you stealing her hard-earned gold. I got a gun, Big John. Get out of here. Hildegard, a poor little cow with a cut of gold, and you've been robbing her milk. Get back. Get back, I tell you. right in here. Stay just a few minutes. Thank you, nurse. Good morning, Brother Orchid. Hello, Big John. Hello, Flo. Brother Superior, we bring good news, my son. Yeah. You know what? The doc says you can leave the hospital tomorrow. He does? Say, that's a nuts. Paul don't get out for another week. The brothers will be so glad to have you back. And Hildegard, too. Why, do you know that during the three weeks you've been here in the hospital, she dropped to a mere eight quarts a day? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess she loves you most as much as I do, Big John. Well, I sure hope you'll be happy together. Oh, I, I ain't jealous, but... But I sure wish I was a cow. Well... You and Hildegard have got the same sweet disposition, Flo. Oh, gee, Big John. You really mean that? Certainly I do. But I guess I gotta choose between you. And I guess it's you. Oh, Big John, you you don't mean it. Certainly. I promise you a choice wedding someday tonight. Oh, Big John. Oh, come on, babe. Quit the crying. I ain't that bad. Brother Orchid, you mean you aren't coming back to the monastery? No, Brother Superior. Now, look, don't say nothing. Just let me get this off my chest. Like I said before, I I never was so happy as I was out there. I was living in a new world, and it was awful swell. But sometimes, with well, with a guy like me, your new world and my old world it don't mix up right. I understand, my son. Each must make his own life. And if you wish to choose the outside world, that is your business. Thanks, Brother Superior. But never forget that in our humble way, we wish you the very utmost in health and happiness. And shall I say, love. Brother Superior, all my life I thought that class came and go. Swell clothes, big cars. Ah, oh, but I was wrong. It's a little guy. The good little guys like you that are quiet and peaceful. They're the ones that really count. 
Yeah, and the ones that always get picked on by the mugs like Philadelphia Powell. Not no more, they don't. But a superior, I kind of made a deal with Philadelphia Powell. A deal, Brother Orchid? Can it be you're returning to your evil ways? No, legitimate business proposition. Here's Powell's check for ten grand. Ten grand what? <laughs> ten thousand coconuts. It's sort of an advance charge account. And I hope you can fill the orders as fast as they come in. Charge account orders, but I don't understand. What are you talking about, Big John? It's all very simple. Every one of Philadelphia Powell's mugs is going to carry a card. A card? Yeah. That's the business proposition. Now, when any one of them gets bumped off, you've got the concession to plant them with seniors. <laughs> now, don't forget to stamp the card. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that you want to add your applause to that of the studio audience. For Pat O'Brien, Carol Landis, and Donald Crisp all turned in exceptionally fine performances. And Hollywood is particularly proud of them because their performances tonight were donated, like those of all the stars who appear here in the Gulf Theater. In return, Gulf has contributed generously to the Motion Picture Relief Fund, helping to provide a home for the workers in the picture industry who can no longer provide for themselves. Next week, one of the most sensational casts in Gulf Theater history. A trio of stars you've always wanted to hear together. Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Betty Grable. Yes, you heard correctly. Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, and Betty Grable in the hilarious new comedy called Alterbound. It's all about what happens when Bob, Bing, and Betty go on a South American cruise with both Bing and Bob posing as Betty's husband. It's one long laugh from beginning to end. We think it's going to be one of the top shows of all time here in the Gulf Theater. The music, of course, will be by Oscar Bradley's Gulf Orchestra with Frank Tours conducting. So don't let anything keep you from the radio at this time next Sunday night. When the Gulf Theater presents, for the first time together on any radio show, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Betty Grable in Alterbound. <laughs> Pat O'Brien can now be Carol Landis, starts work soon on the Technicolor musical Miami at 20th Century Fox. Donald Fisk has just finished Spain's victory at Warner's. Remember, 30 minutes of fun you won't want to miss. Bob Hope, Dick Crosby, Betty Grable from the Gulf Theater next Sunday. Buddy speaking, this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs>